Good afternoon, I'm Darren Kelly and welcome to this week's Ladies Football Edition of the Curtain Razor. There's another 10 county senior finals this week, with champions to be declared in Westmead, Sligo, Loud, Roscommon, Offaly, Mead, Leitrim and Clare, while the Leinster and Ulster Championships also get underway. The primary focus of our programme is in the Waterford Senior Ladies Football Final as Ballymacabry chased 39 titles in a row against the Stradbally unit appearing in their first final in 40 years. We hear from Ballymacabry joint captains Laura Mulcahy and Aileen Wall and Stradbally's Amy Colley. And we also throw an eye on what's happening in Galway as Clare Galway attempted to deny Kilkern Clumburn an eight in a row. Clare Galway's Andrea Trill joins us for a chat. We have the weekend fixtures and much more here on The Curtain Razor. So let's start by looking at the weekend's fixtures and starting on Saturday. The Westmead Senior Ladies Football Final, St Mary's Rockford Bridge versus Milltown, that's at half one in Cusick Park. The Sligo Senior Ladies Football Final replay, Giva versus Turla Strand, that's at 2.30 in Conley Park, Looney. The Loud Senior Ladies Football Final is on at half three in Stabin and Parnells, and that's between Geraldine's and St Bride's. At 3.45 in Ballyforn, it's the Roscommon Senior Ladies Football Final, Kilbride versus Shannon Gales. The Offaly Senior Ladies Football Final throws in at 4 o'clock in Tubber between Nave Kieran and Tullamore. And the Goey Senior Ladies Football Final is on at half four in Anna Down between Kilcurran, Clumburn and Clare Galway. And you can hear from Andrea Trill later on the show. Also on Saturday, the Mead Senior Ladies Football Final, Dunboyne against Simonstown, that draws in at 5 o'clock in St. Lomans Park in Trim. The Ulster Intermediate Ladies Football Championship steals down from Derry against Maher Clune from Monaghan. That's at 2 o'clock. The Ulster Junior Ladies Football Championship T Connacht from Down against Killybegs from Donegal also at 2 o'clock. The Kildare Senior Ladies Football Semi-Finals Eadstown versus Carberry. That's at 5 o'clock in Eadstown while Conway will host Sarsfields at 6 o'clock. And in the Leach Senior Ladies Football Semi-Finals, both games at 6 o'clock, Port Leach at home against St. Bridget's and Sarsfields welcome St. Connets. Moving to Sunday, the Waterford Senior Ladies Football Final, Bally McCabry versus Stradbally, that's at 12 o'clock in Friarfield, and our preview to that starts shortly. The Leitrim Senior Ladies Football Final, Glencar Manor Hamilton versus Ballinamore Sean O'Heslands, that's at 2 o'clock in Port Sean McDermott in Carrick and Shannon. The Clare Senior Ladies Football Final, Banner Ladies versus West Clare Gales, that's at 4 o'clock in Shannon McNamara Memorial Park in Doonbeg. Also on Sunday, the Ulster Senior Ladies Football Quarterfinals. St. McCartan's from Tyrone against Lacken from Cavan, that's at 1 o'clock an hour. Breeda from Down, welcome Dunamoyne from Monaghan to Teconic at 3 o'clock. And at half past 3, Armagh Harps are at home against St. Paul's from Antrim. The Leinster Intermediate Ladies Football Championship. Old Lachlan from Carlow versus Chelmalier Wexford, that's at 2pm in McGrath Park, Bagnallstown. While Kula from Dublin take on Longford Slashers, that's a quarter past two in Bray Emmett's GA grounds. And the Leinster Junior Ladies Football Championship, Fina from Carlow versus Clonagale Mead, that's at two o'clock in Fina GA grounds in Carlow. While Kilmore from Wexford take on Bray Wicklow, that's at two o'clock in Kilmore GA grounds. I like listening sports dance because I like to listen to ladies football and ladies camogie. I'm delighted to be joined now by the Ballymacabry Joint Captains Laura Mulcahy and Aileen Wall. 
as we look forward to the biggest day of the Waterford Ladies Football calendar. And Aileen, I'll start with yourself just because you're on my screen there at the moment as well. First, uh, uh, good, good, good evening to uh, a big, big game coming up in the uh, looking for another county title. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's um it's going to be a massive weekend for us, and uh, I suppose you know this year it started out very strangely, and we got going at the start of the year, and then all of a sudden it's it's ripped from under you, and you don't know are you going to be playing at all. So we're delighted that the championship has gone ahead, and and Waterford have done a great job of um organising it all and matches. It's it's run off very smoothly. So thank God, we're just delighted that we're going to get a chance to to contest the the final this weekend. So it's we're really looking forward to it. And as you were saying there, Aileen, we were remarking to us off there as well. Uh, it's a completely different year, Joe. We didn't even think we'd, the three was to be sitting down to talk about a county final uh, or talk about a game of football, let alone a county final. And to be here, is, is, regardless of what happens afterwards, it's just fantastic to see that we're going to finish out this competition. Oh, it's, no, it, it's absolutely brilliant. And I suppose during lockdown, you really realise how much you, you miss sport and how much you miss your friends. And just to get back on the field at all was amazing. And uh, to get training and to be kicking a ball around again, it, it really meant a lot. And I think for mental health and well, just not in our own club, but all around Ireland, just to get out and about again and see people was fantastic. But as you said, to play the championship, that's, that trophy at the end of the day is what you want. So we're delighted that we're going to get to, to play it this year. And Laura, that's exactly why you get involved. You, you get involved to contest football games, compete for county titles. Valley McCarberry have enjoyed great success uh, locally in recent years as well. No doubt you want to continue that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I suppose we do have a very good track record, but I suppose every year um, we kind of just focus on this year. And as Aileen said, we have a very important game coming up. So all focus has been put on that. Um, but yeah, it's definitely brilliant that, as Aileen said, that we're kind of back with our friends and we didn't really know would we be able to see out the year, but it's just fantastic to be able to have the opportunity to play for it again this year. We focus on the game in a second, but even touching on what Aileen said as well, it puts everything in perspective too. When you have that long gap where you couldn't get together, I know you'd all be doing bits at home as well, but it's not the same thing as being there with the group of players that you're used to playing with. Exactly, exactly. Um, I suppose we were in touch in a group chat um, over the lockdown, but I suppose the novelty kind of wore off after a couple of weeks um, and you were definitely starting to lose a bit of motivation. So I think being back on the pitch is fantastic and even with the management and everything, um, there's no comparison to doing it on your own than going down to the pitch with the girls. Um, and even just from a social aspect, it's fantastic to just be able to switch off for an hour or two hours um, and go down with the girls. Aileen, even with, like, we talk, you know, we talk about some success in a bit, but it, it's like starting all over again as well. I know, like, as I said with Laura there, you have a great track record in this competition, but everything was kind of like the slate was wiped clean at the start of this year, and you went into the start of the championship not really knowing where you were. Yeah, that's the thing. And, you know, you can you can win as many matches as you want, but when the ch when championship starts, it's it's a clean slate. And I suppose this year, yeah, there wasn't much pre-season or much we could we could have done in, in the way of preparing for the first game. They really came thick and fast. So we just had to go with what we, what the base that we had and, and build from there. So thankfully we've, we've worked really hard over the last few weeks and months um, that we've been on the pitch and, and we've got a good grounding and I suppose we've done very well to get to the finals. So, you know, hopefully we can keep improving from there and, and Sunday will be another improvement on, on the game so far. 
And it's great to have the games coming ticking fast, as you said already. But of course, when you get the first game over, regardless of the result, you feel you're really right back into the old routine as well. And then the results continue for yourselves. Yeah, it's like you. It's like you never. When we did play our first game, it was kind of like we never, we never stopped playing. But um, you definitely do feel it in the legs and stuff. I suppose we'd have a, you know, there's a good lead up in Waterford anyway. The championship doesn't generally start till the middle of June or July, so you really have a good lead up time to that, and you can get an awful lot of working and challenge game, which wasn't the case this year. So, you know, I suppose our first game, our first championship game this year, there was a bit of trial of er- trial and error in it, which you wouldn't have to have experienced before. So it was difficult. And, it, it, you know, at times you'd be wondering where, the, where you're doing risky things, but you needed to try them out if, if you're going to go anywhere in the championship. But it, it was a learning curve, you know, for everybody and every team in the country. Um, but, you know, we got through it, thankfully, and, and hopefully we're going in the right direction for Sunday. And Laura, for all four, four teams got to play each other too. So, of course, this is a Strad Valley team that you know very, very well. You've played them uh, a league final victory against them last year as well. Um, they will go with as underdogs. We've acknowledged that already. But, of course, we've seen many examples this year around the country where uh, form goes out the window in the county final. Totally. Um, and I suppose, look, we met them earlier on this year. Um, and without a doubt, uh, they were very, they were very young and fit and physical team. Um, and I, to be honest, I don't really think the score reflected uh, the game itself. Um, I know we all felt physically it was a very tough game. Um, so definitely they're going to be very tough opponents on Sunday, but hopefully all of the work we've put in since the beginning of the year will pay off. And as you mentioned, of course, you, you felt them as well. The scoreboard wouldn't reflect it, but they'll have taken an awful lot of that as well. And as you mentioned, they're a young team, but what would you be expecting from them in regards how they'll set up to take you on the final? Um, to be honest, I would say they'll be a very, very quick team. Um, as I said, they're young and they're fit and they're very enthusiastic. So I suppose that's an area that we need to watch is that they're going to be kind of looking for a fast game. Um, so we'll really need to step up and be alert for that. Aileen, of course, as we mentioned, Stradbally play a fast game as well. Of course, he likes to mix it up too and get in as quick as possible. Early scores will be important just to establish control of the tie. Yeah, yeah, it'll be really important to get a good start. And I suppose, you know, you build on your confidence from there. Then if you can get a good start, you don't want to be chasing the game. So, um, yeah, that's going to be major for us. And I suppose um, as as young and fit as Stradbally, you know, we expect Stradbally to be, we hope that we would... Um, have it in our legs now and stuff. And, you know, we have some very fast players. We have Kellyanne Hogan there um, out in the midfield or on the wing. And, you know, she's lightning. So we'll, we'll be depending on her and her pace to, to really get the game going for us and um, hopefully get a few early scores on the board. And as you mentioned, if you get the game, go and get the scores on the board. You've shown an ability to, to rack up the points as well. But, of course, the other side as well as Strad Valley will definitely try and stop that in the opening quarter in particular. And, of course, when you don't get settled into a game as well, doubts can creep in. So it's very, very important to maintain focus. Oh, that's that's it. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we know that uh, Strad Valley have some excellent, excellent backs there in um, Rebecca Casey and Roisin Dunphy and, and, and many more. So it's going to be very difficult. And we know that they are strong players. So I think we're going to have to work fast and work smart. And, and um, you know, passes, on-point passes are, are really important on Sunday, which, you know, is something that I think we've been working on and, and getting better at. So I suppose fast, fast play is is going to be a tactic of ours too. 
No, I've talked to many clubs across the country as well that have a proven track record domestically like you do have in Waterford too. And I won't ask a silly question about what motivates you to continue winning as well, but what do you think is the ingredient among your squad that you still manage to set the standard when other teams are stepping up and trying to knock you off your perch? I suppose um, we have a very strong work rate. Uh, we have a fantastic management team. So I suppose every year um, we also have a very enthusiastic group of players. So every year um, everyone has the same kind of idea in their head. Everyone wants to win. Um, so we do, we work hard at every training. Management make us work hard. But I suppose all the girls, we just want to work hard and we don't want to leave um, our expectations slip. And of course, you can't afford to do that as well because that's the day you get Kahau too. But it's great too for the, for the club that you've maintained it over the years as well. And there's still players coming through as well. We talked to Strap earlier, Young, but uh, there'll be a good squad of players from yourselves that are trying to take spots that have been held by others over the years. Exactly, exactly. Um, and I suppose this year there's been a lot of girls stepping up, as Aileen said. Um, Kellyanne has only finished her leaving cert this year and it feels like she's been playing for years. Um, Emer Quirk is another one. She's only, I'd say, about 16 and she joined with us at the beginning of this year and to see her improvement over the past few months is unbelievable. So there is, and there's a load of other girls, the Barnes, um, there's a load of the younger girls coming through. So I'd say it'll be, in years to come, it'll be a struggle to kind of maintain your team or your spot on the team. Um, but definitely, yeah, there's a lot of strong girls coming through. And Ailey, that's exactly what you want to, to see as well. There was one thing too, this year of course was different as well, that uh, all the club players were together, like there's been a separate club window too, but of course, regardless of what happens on Sunday, the inter-county setup is going to come ticking fast as well, so all going well, there's going to be plenty of football to go on, but I know your minds will only be focused first on trying to get the trophy. Yeah, that's the thing, you know, um, the county the county is looming now, it's, it's coming back, uh, I think it's allowed back on Tuesday, so that'll be very exciting times again, but um, for the club now at the moment, we've just got our, our mindset on that, and um, I suppose they are talking about the, the young girls coming through, I think, you know, we've got a great mix of, of youth and experience, so um, that'll, that really, I think, has is what has brought the young girls on, you know, they, they see the way the likes of Michelle Ryan and Sinead Ryan are playing and the passes that they're giving, you know, and, and what the level is that you have to be at to play to play senior football. So I think that has stood to us as well, um, that our players are play our young players are playing with with such experienced and talented people, you know, that have, have shunned for the county thankfully over the years. So um that's a major thing for us. But yeah, all eyes are focused now on, on Sunday and the county the county will have to wait another week. <laughs> And of course, even longer of all goes well too. Of course, as you mentioned, we talked about the commitment of the players too. One person I got to know last year in a different capacity briefly was Michael Ryan as well. He's put such great work into football in Bally McCabry. Yeah, Osher Michael. Michael, we would always say Michael kind of is the club of Bally McCabry. You ask him any question and he can reel off years and, and scores and everything for you. So um, Michael has been a major part. He's our manager this year and you know, he just has such experience and such love and passion for the game. And, it, you know, it just drives us on that he's so, still so passionate passionate about it to this day, you know. Um, so it really drives us on and we want to play well for him and we want to play well for the club. And, and um, oh God, he's, he's a character now, so he is... <laughs> 
I, I, of course, you mentioned the passion as well, and I even got that from when we were talking football, we were talking hurling, whatever the case may, may be. Laura, we're recording this on a Monday before county finals. We don't know exactly what the situation is for another couple of days, a day at least, in regards to whether there'll be spectators there. There's been great support from the community for yourselves throughout your uh, throughout the years, and of course during this campaign too. Wouldn't it be great if some of them can share uh, the occasion on Sunday? Yeah, it would be fantastic. And look, Fraherfield is um, a great location for a county final. Um, so look, I really hope uh, our supporters will be able to be there. They're at every match, they're outside fences and they're trying to see from uh, every angle. So it would be absolutely fantastic to kind of have their support there on Sunday. Um, and I know they're all hoping that they'll be there. So hopefully it'll be a positive um, result in the next few days. And Friarfield, it's always been a great venue. I've been down there numerous times covering uh, football, our ladies' football matches in Waterford as well. Of course, they will add to the occasion for both Valley McCabry and for Strad Valley. Exactly, exactly. And I suppose um, with the more coverage ladies' football is getting, um, I suppose it's only only right that the county final should be played in Friarfield. It's an excellent um, pitch and there's a great stand there for spectators and all. So it really just adds kind of a special um, touch to the game, I suppose. It certainly will, and should leave me nicely to the last question as well, because at the end of the day, the target for the juvies is to lift the trophy at the end of it, put in the performance in the game. Laura, I'll start with yourself, because you're in front of me, the screen is open now as well, and I'll ask Aileen the same question to you. What will it mean for you, especially taking the year into account as well, and not just being a county title, if Ali McCaffrey maintained their control and regained the Waterford title? Um, it would just be absolutely fantastic, as you said, especially the year that's in it. Um, all normality has kind of been put on hold so to kind of see that all of our efforts over lockdown our individual efforts um, and then our group effort when we back, went back training um, if it was all worthwhile it would just be absolutely fantastic to lift another county title and Aileen I've no doubt you have similar sentiments Oh, totally. Yeah, I just to reiterate with Laura, you know, the hard work that everyone put in and I know everyone in the country has done it, but you feel that your club has pushed it the most. So, you know, I feel everybody trained on their own and then they were flying fit when we came back to, to together. So, and like, you know, for the younger girls, again, this is for some of them, this is their first ever senior county final to play in. So it would be fabulous for them to, to experience what we have been very lucky to experience over the last number of years. I like listening to Sports Dads because he has famous celebrities and I guess listen to him. Darren Kelly. I'm delighted to be joined now by Stradbury's Amy Kelly to look ahead to the Waterford Senior Ladies Football Final this Sunday. And Amy, always a big day for a club when you're involved in a county senior final. Yes, exactly. Um, it's our first time in 40 years being in the senior final, so it's a huge occasion in the parish. And it's, it's something, because Strabali is a great tradition of football. I know that it's been more the men's side of things in, in since the turn of the millennium as well. But uh, it, for the club, as you just mentioned there, to, be 40, to bridge a 40-year gap, regardless of what happens, massive um, boost of development club. Oh, huge, yeah. Um, there's great work being done um, at underage level all the way up along. Um, we had success last weekend in the under-12 and the minor championships, so... Um, the future is bright for ladies football in Stradbally anyway 
And you've, you mentioned there with underage players as well. Um, like you've well represented on county teams throughout the years as well. I know, like for example, off the top of my head, in under 16s last year, you would have Haley Feeling and Eva Brazil as well. So would you have a crop of young players like that? And as you mentioned the work put on at underage too. It, it just goes to show promising signs ahead. Yes, it does. Yeah, um, those girls you mentioned, Haley and Eva. And we have a few more that have, you know, come up through the ranks at county level. Um, and they're, you know, they've done great over the last couple of years. But it just goes to show that we're still being recognised as a club so much, you know, for to have players representing us at county level in all the different grades is fantastic. Of course, people on the outside, they think of Waterford ladies football and well, they think of the great team of the 1990s, the one five All-Ireland. Of course, when you go to club level, they talk about Bally McCaffrey. And of course, a, a big test ahead of you on Sunday. Oh, huge. Um, and we're, you know, we're no strangers to the fact that, you know, they're going for 39 titles and it's, it's going to be a great experience for our girls to play, you know, at such a high level against, you know, some a team that has such a reputation and, you know, playing against the likes of Michelle Ryan and Aileen Wall and Karen McGrath and those. Um, it'll be a great experience for our girls to to enjoy the experience of it anyway. And um just to see what what it's all about, I suppose, up at the top level. Because it's senior level as well. It was four teams this year. You played each other in a round-robin format before going to knockout stages as well. It was great to get so many games after such a, a long gap out. Yes, huge. Like we started training back in February and we were kind of just getting into the rhythm of it, into the groove of it when COVID put a stop in our tracks. But, um, you know, we worked hard throughout that. Girls worked individually on their own, you know, fitness and um, then when the matches did come back, yeah, we had them in kind of quite quick succession, I suppose. So we played Abbey Side first of all, um, and then we played Ballymac in the second round. And then it was Comer Rangers we met in the last round and also in the semi final. So we had a good, you know, we learned something from each match. We took something from every game, something to work on, something to improve on. So it was great to have those and, you know, not a big gap between, between them either. So, we were able to kind of put our put it into practice what we'd kind of taken from each game. Would, I suppose with only four teams, you would have given yourselves a strong chance. Did you consider a county final appearance first and foremost to be on the radar this year? No, we really took it just one match at a time. Um, that was our focus, just to group as a team. You know, we have a panel of 40 between our senior and junior panels and we're both in county finals on Sunday. Um, so our main focus was just to get girls playing football, get them fit, and it was one match at a time. We knew obviously that we'd be in a semi-final against two. We didn't know, but um, no, each match it was just a match at a time. And now that we're here, we can focus obviously on on Sunday's match. But it was just getting to the semi-final and you know performing well and getting girls, getting them games, seeing how they played and. You know, um, it all worked out. So we're delighted to be there on Sunday to contest it. And of course, something we wouldn't have realised ourselves here, because being just starting off, we've been focusing the senior. But you just said there, you're involved in the junior final as well. So uh, not just as a great day for the club to be playing in the county senior final, but to have your two teams contesting silver. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, we've the same management team over both the panels, so we have the junior final. 
against St. Anne's at 9.30 on Sunday morning and then we're heading to our field then to play Ballymac at 12 in, in the seniors. So it's just all the girls have trained well together. You know, they've, they've all given their all to both panels, both teams. So it's great to have the numbers, you know, at training and that they can learn from each other and work with each other. So it's, it's great to have it, yeah. Just you mentioned there, and of course, it's a very, very early start in the morning for a county final, 9.30. Are the two games in Farfield, or have you, have you two different venues? No, we have two different venues. So the junior final is in the garden grounds, and then we just have to make the trip across. Um, so it's a short turnaround time, but uh, we'd have to make it work. It's a very, it, so, yeah. very, very big busy day as well and um, like no doubt you'll be well prepared for it too but of course there's an awful lot to think on before you even start talking about the match itself. Exactly it's to figure out logistics and you know like I said it's the same management team so we can't afford to split them unfortunately on the day so it's we'll be doing our best to give both teams the proper focus um, that they both deserve you know they've both worked hard both panels have worked very hard um, it's just a pity the way it worked out with fixtures, but like I said, out of our hands and we just have to go out now and play on Sunday. So like an early start, but hopefully we'll have the result at the end of the day. I promise I'll move on after this question as well, but we're recording this interview on the Wednesday before the county finals. We now know that spectators can go to the games, which is a great, great for all the clubs involved too, but... Um, the fact that that doesn't involve mentors, selectors, is that, well, look, the logistics are not ideal. There's no, there's no getting around that. Or is it a bit of a relief, too, that um, some of the players, say, involved in the junior, because no doubt they train together, will get a chance to watch the seniors playing? Oh, yeah. And it's, you know, we were delighted at yesterday's announcement. Um, like you said, they've trained hard all year together. So it would be a pity for them to miss out on the chance to watch it. So at least we're, you know, we're granted that that relief anyway and you know there's nothing like supporters and especially the girls that have been training you know it'll be like an extra an extra player on the field you know number 16 the sport is is great and Stradley sport is like none other so hopefully that can get us over the line on Sunday and it would have been an awful shame after a first final in 40 years if, if the community the people behind the club I know there'll still be limited how many can be there but at least there will be people there to get behind you in such a big day yeah, it's a huge, like a huge occasion. So busy, they've been busy the, in behind the scenes over the last couple of days, you know, decorating the village and whatnot. So the sign's gone up and it's great to see it for the ladies. You know, like you said before, it's generally the men's club, you know, reap the rewards of county final days and the lead up to it. So it's it's exciting for the girls as well. You know, it's it's. It just shows their hard work and the commitment they put in at the start of the year. It's kind of paying off and people are proud that they're representing them. So it's it's a great, great occasion. And of course, they hit form the right time. We talked about the group stages already. And of course, the two games have come outrageous near the end now. Uh, I think they got, you the, they got you the first day in the group match, but you certainly turned on the style in the semi-final. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, like I said, we were learning from every match and... You know, we had a two-week turnaround between the last stage of the group and the semi-final, so we just had to try, you know, a different different approach, I suppose. So it worked for us on the night. Um, it was a later match, 6.30 in the evening, and again, we had our junior match earlier that day, so 
um, you know, they had they had had a win, so it was great to, you know, it kind of boosted the team on, and it was um, it was fantastic to to have the result that we did against Cumra. Um, like I said, it was just learning from the matches that had gone before, and just a different approach to the game. But yeah, it was it was a great win. Yeah, and. Like I said, one match at a time, we were focused on that match, semi-final, and to say that, you know, we've both teams in a county final at the end of it was was great. It was fantastic. And I definitely don't doubt they'll all be pushing for, for top places with the senior team over the next couple of years. You mentioned different approach. Ali McCarthy in the final, you've seen them in the group stages already, so you've seen them up close in person this year. Obviously, they can bring a reputation with them as well. How do you approach a game like this? Again, it's just one match at a time. Uh, we're going to focus on our own game. Um, you know, like you have to give Ballymac the respect. They have, is due to them. You know, they have won this the last how many times, and it's the first time in seven years that they have a different contender um, or different opposition, should I say, in the in the game. So it's uh, it's just for us to focus on our own game, really, and um, just play. Play the way I know the girls can play and they're capable of playing. And uh, just if they concentrate on their own game and hopefully it'll, it'll speak for itself. Of course, I won't be asking you to, to kind of give the tactical plan or anything, but one thing obviously with Barry McCarthy, when they get a run, goals can come very, very quickly too. And I've no doubt one of the plans for yourselves is to make sure that uh, you don't get hit with a sucker punch early. Yeah, yeah. Look, sure, you know, they have... You know, super goal scorers, Aileen Wall, you know, they've they've used on their side as well, Kellyanne Hogan, you know, they're great. Um, but we have our girls too, you know, we have we've girls that can do just as good. So we're not like I said, we're just focusing on our own team and our own game and see what Sunday brings. And we we we've mentioned a few Bally McCarpy names as well. Just give us a flavour of some of the Strad Bally players we can look forward to seeing in action. We've already talked about Haley and Aoife, no doubt there's a few other yeah. leaders in that team. You know, like we have seven girls that are, you know, on county teams on the county team are training and more with us, you know, at the underage as well. But we have, you know, Ellen Boylan, um, Laura Cusick, Katrina O'Brien, like Laura and Katrina have been there with a good few years with the ranks all the way up along, Rebecca Casey, Nicola and Chloe Fennell. You know, we've great names. Um, you know, the experience, but we also have, you know, some younger, new new players um, that are coming up through the ranks as well. And of course, even when you mention one or two of those, Rebecca Casey off the top of my head comes to mind. You know, there were well-renowned names in Waterford too. And uh, it's not just like uh, their leadership for the team as you try to win the county title, but also to help the younger players benefit the most from the experience of this day. Yeah, no, in fairness, they've all been great role models and they really have helped each other along. You know, they've given their experience, given their giving their time to the younger girls, you know, they've really bonded as a team. So, you know, between the oldest on the team to the youngest on the team for the whole panel throughout, you know, they've been a great support to each other. But those girls like Rebecca, Katrina, Laura, Nicola, they've given massive um, time and um, advice to the younger ones, I suppose. So it's, it's great to see them coming on as a team like that as well. Amy, I'm going to finish with a two-pointer. The first part might, might sound silly, but I'll say it anyway. Uh, first, can Strad Valley win? 
And secondly, if Scrap Alley do win, what will it mean for yourself, for the club, just for football in the area in general? Well, to answer your first question, I'd say anything is possible. Um, I wouldn't underestimate them. And what it would mean would be everything to the girls, to the club, to the mentors. Like we have a huge backroom team. You know, they've put in huge time and effort um, to the manager, you know, Pawdy, trainers, Niall, Paco. Like we have a huge, it would mean a lot to everyone in the club and in the parish just to, to bring home the spoils on the day and to revel in another county final victory. I like listening sports stars because I like to listen to ladies football and ladies camogie. Now I'm delighted to be joined now by Claire Galway's Andrea Trill as we look ahead to the Galway Senior Ladies Football Final this Saturday. Andrea, exactly where you want to be in another chance to test yourselves against Kilcurrent Cumbern. Exactly, and this is exactly where we've seen ourselves um, when we began the championship earlier on. Um, I don't think we, we've seen ourselves anywhere else now. No, and that's exactly it, because that's where you want to be at the end of the day. You can't over, over, overtake them if, unless you get a chance to be at them as well. And even as you mentioned the championship this year, you've been very, very impressive. One squ- scare, slight scare against Caltra Coons, but probably a test that you needed, and it's four wins out of four. Yeah, no, it was a brilliant championship campaign, I must say. And we've really grown as a team together. And we have a really young team. So it's nice to see everyone kind of gelling together now. What's it been like this year, of course, across the country? Everybody had the lockdown. We have a club window as well. I know you'd be well involved with Galway teams too. and uh, But to have everyone together for the start of the campaign, um, is it something you feel is going to make the club and the group stronger as you go for this county title? Yeah, I think so, because like some other years, you know, sometimes it's dragged out a bit and there'll be some people in it and some people not in it. So at least this time it's such a short window that there was no excuses really for anyone to miss out. And no excuses is exactly yes. As I mentioned there, the second game against Caltra Coons, you know, it was a t- closer game than some people might have expected. But uh, we spoke to your manager, Eugene Kearney, at the Times, and he said it was a game you needed. You've hit the big score since, and the reason I'll talk about that more in a moment, beating Anna down in the final group game. And it was certainly a thriller against Corrafin last weekend in the semi final. Yeah, no, it was a brilliant game now at the weekend. It was, it was challenging because we're both such similar teams. And then they have such good forwards and we have such good forwards, but it was, it was a good game. The scoring is going to be very, very important because we only have to look over the last few years and you push Kilcurn Clumburn uh, very much in games. I think in 2016, there was only three points between in the final. But last year, they just seemed to pull away. It was 116 to 116 it finished and you'd be looking for a bigger return in your own scoring. Yeah, sure. Look, we just have to focus on our own game at the weekend and try to get the scores on the board early and see how we get on from there. It's very early to be asking how preparations are going for the game and I know you're not going to give me the state secrets in regards to what you're doing to try and get past <laughs> Kilcair and Glumburn. But you know the challenge that you're facing as well. As you said, they're ready be looking to get the scores on, especially early ask questions of them, but defensively as well. Uh, like you can see the three or four goals against Corrafin, a luxury you won't be able to afford in the final. I know that's um, a thing we're looking at at the moment, obviously, is to try and cut out them, them goals. And even ourselves just... Get get the scores earlier and hold back then a bit maybe. 
you were a young team, I, like a lot, like even yourself, you're not long out a minor too. And uh, with the exception of a couple of players there as well, there's great potential in the future for this Clare Galway side. And I know some people might say you need a year or two, but I don't think you do that. As, as you said, if you can put in the performance, you're where you want to be. There's no reason why the future can't be now. No, that's exactly it. Like there, there's such talent there in the young girls that like, I know experience will help, but if the older girls help the younger girls, and they have the, the talent share. We'll just see from there. And you certainly will get to see from there because I know I well imagine uh, Kieran Cumbern uh, would have been a team. Yourselves would have been a team um, that they wouldn't have necessarily well knew they want to get a test in the final. And that's why we're really looking forward to this game as well. Andrea, like you've done so much too with ladies football, soccer as well, and all that. What would it mean for yourself personally if you could add a county senior uh, medal to that collection? it would mean a lot because it's just one that we've been trying to get for so long and it would mean so much for the club and the community as well. And it's the, it's, it shows the character and courage of this squad as well that you've kept coming back, knocking on the door as well, being one of the most consistent teams in Galway over the last few years. Yeah. Um, and I know Kilcarn Clumber are going for their, is it their eighth title now in a row? We just, we'd love to just get one, you know. Yeah, they're, they're chasing their own bit of history as well. Never a better time to get them. And we've seen a lot of favourites dismantled in county finals across the country this year as well. So, of course, ending is possible too. Even, Andrea, for yourself, and just one or two questions before I let you go. Um, like for yourself, and you've been, even being a young player, you've been there for a few years now as well. So you felt the, the hurt from taking on Kilcurrent Lumburn, and we know their galaxy of, of stars that they have in the team. But like there's been older players in the team as well, leaders for yourselves, the likes of the Coonies and a few others as well. I've no doubt even winning it for them would be massive too. Yeah, I think if we got, if we got the title this year, I'd say we, we, we'd go again for it next year. And then maybe after that, a few of the older players might leave then. No, you know, you never know. So I just love, I love to get one just for them as well, you know. And of course, while we don't want to look too far ahead of ourselves, of course, it opens up the world of possibilities as well. So current confirm we're all Ireland finalists last year, but we've, and we've seen the standards. Dave said the standards that year are, 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 are getting up to and matching as well. Uh, there's, uh, dare I say, so uh, you'd love someday to have a crack at Carnacon, whether it's this year or not. I know you won't be looking at that yet, but it does open up some doors. Yeah, no, I'd I'd love that. I'd love to go all the way through and get an All Ireland title. Any any team would, you know. And that was the voice of Clare Galway's Andrea Trill ahead of Saturday's Galway Senior Ladies Football Final between Clare Galway and Kilcurrent Clumburn throwing in in and a down as half four. And earlier you heard from Stradbally's Amy Kiley and the Ballymacabry joint captains Laura Mulcahy and Aileen Wall that's ahead of the Waterford Senior Ladies Football Final which is on Sunday at 12 o'clock in Friarfield in Dungarvan. And that's it for this week's Ladies Football Edition of the Curtain Razor. Our team song On The Verge comes from Joseph McDade and you can hear more from him on josephmcdade.com slash music. Offaly Camogie star Michaela Morkin is this week's guest on The Fair Green, available now on sportsstars.ie. And next Monday, our special guest will be Waterford Ladies football legend Anya Wall. The third half is back on Tuesday, where we'll have reaction to the Waterford and Galway Ladies football finals. I'd like to thank our guests again, Laura Mulcahy, Aileen Wall, Amy Kiley and Andrea Trell. Hope you enjoyed the show. I'm Darren Kelly and this was The Curtain Raiser. <laughs>